look at some prayer requests. Um, I don't have the list up here. I'll just go off the top of my head. Uh, but uh, Miss Cretus not here. She's woke up with a sore throat and a uh, headache. No, I'm not the headache. <laughs> I know that's what you're thinking, ladies. Uh, but um, shame on you for thinking that. And uh, so she's not feeling well. I put, I gave her coffee and aspirin and all kinds of stuff I could shove down her, but it didn't help. So she's uh, she's not here today. So uh, pray for her. My sister Kim, I called her last night to get an update, and she said she was she was just uh, sorry I couldn't answer the phone. I was in the bathroom, and I was and then I'm going to bed, and I said, "Well, I was calling you from the bathroom." <laughs> so, anyhow, uh, she went through her second chemotherapy, and so continue to pray for her. That preacher's name, Anita. In South Carolina, Janet Glenn Davis has a heart procedure on on the 21st. Pray for him. Okay. Gemma's back. Good. You better now? Well, we missed you. Glad to see you back. We missed you. And the boys are all well now and everything? They're getting there. Yeah, so your kid, kids, uh, kids. Uh, it's like every other day they have something. And uh, it's cooties, I guess. I don't know what it is. But um, um, so, uh, Glade, Dad's get gain. He's getting uh, fluids. Gain, uh, so he's got. They got to do something with that, huh? Okay, and um, Brother Kaiser, I talked to him for about 30, 35 minutes yesterday. Um, his mom passed away Friday. She was in a nursing home. Didn't know, he went to see her Christmas, and he took her some flowers, and she said his name, but she didn't. She, she passed away. He trusted the Lord years ago, but he, Brother Kaiser, if you ever talked to him, he was raised in Catholicism, and uh, you get, you know, we had, we, we had, I, I talked to him, and we, when he's here, we have lunch or dinner with him, and it's, it's a hoot to talk to him. I mean, just, uh, he says, oh, yeah, those nuns used to hit us upside the head, and he said, we used to call them ninjas, but he said, they, they used to. He said, I used to get in trouble all the time. I said, well, yeah. I mean, you know, but um, he's dealing with that. He's having to deal with his mother's, his mother's uh, 
estate. She didn't get the will to the the the, the lawyer. He has he has power of attorney, so he has to figure that out. So try to keep it from going into probate. So there's that, and then then his aunt had had some stocks that she left for his mother that would come to him him and his sister too so it's just it's just uh he's got to work through those things so pray for that god's god can handle those things amen and so pray for that um who else we need to pray for Well, I haven't heard from them this morning. Unless they, unless they text me, I can, uh, I can look at my phone while we're taking. Ninety-nine. His his name was, and and he was a pastor. Okay. Okay. Uh, continue to pray for. Pray for preachers around the nation. Did you guys turn me off? Okay. Uh, preachers around the nation, and uh, we. Uh, I was talking to Kenny Baldwin this morning. He's. He's just preaching about 20, 25 minutes. That's all his body will allow him to preach. I mean, now he gets, he, you know, but just different, difficult. So, um, let me see if they said anything. So she's not, she's, she's uh, staying home. Dawn's feeling yucky, she said. And uh, getting some side effects of some things she took. And so, um, I don't know about Tim, rest of them. But that part of sharing we don't want, amen. Amen. So uh, pray for that. Uh, who, 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 who else? What else we got? We a prayer, prayer request. Yeah. Who else are we praying for? Pray, pray for what? That's not going to happen. He's got your genes. 
those Jamaican jeans, jumping Jamaican jeans. <laughs> you ever heard that coffee? If you ever heard that coffee called Jamaican Me Crazy? Yeah. Good stuff. I haven't. I can't find it. I had it one time, but I can't find it. Who 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 uh, who else are we praying for? Who else? Yeah, Frank. Frank has been healing up. That's been good. He's been doing. Uh, it's been here. And um, continue to pray for Grandma. Yes. Okay. Anybody else? All right. Well, Glade, lead us in prayer, would you? Amen. He's practicing to be a preacher there. So before we get in, uh, we're going to go to Joshua chapter 3. And, and I, I want to talk to you a little bit before we get into it. You know, uh, I want to encourage you, and this is not, I have, I'm not, preaching on this, but I want to encourage you to listen less to the noise that comes from the world. In specifics, the news, the body politic, the, the, the Hollywood, the talk shows, I want you to understand that that everything that is that is that comes through the the news outlet is either true or false and and pretty much most of it is 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 false to some extent but a, a great deal of it and I want you to listen to me listen to me closely a great deal of it is little innuendos and little bits of information to condition you to think the way they want you to think. Exactly, brother. Amen. And God has not given us the spirit of fear. 
He gives us an opportunity. That verse tells us to have a sound mind. Amen. A sound mind. That doesn't mean we're superhuman. And that doesn't mean we can't handle it on our own. But in him we have everything we need. Everything we need. And, and let me just say something. The conversation, the rhetoric, the words that are spoken, uh, it's amazing that we're taking, we're taking, we're working on a preacher's conference, and one of the things that I drill into my preachers, try to drill into the preachers, try to, try to uh, uh, focus on is how we speak. You know, you can take a, you can take a sentence and you can turn it around and, and people don't, they, you say one thing, you mean one thing, but you're saying another. And uh, it's important, the words. And, and, and listen, Satan knows that. He did that in the garden. What he did in the garden when he said to Eve, he said, thou shalt not surely die. It was true physically, but it was a lie because he, she died spiritually. He changed the words around. Eve changed what God said around. And we live in a world where they're taking words, like, 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 they, like they say in the politics, oh, they're far right. Well, how far right can you get? Exactly. Right is not wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay? Those people, you know, you talk about those extremists, those are far right people, they say this, that's not the right, they're, they're nuts. They're idiots. You know, and what they're doing, what, it, what, the, what the residual ramifications, that the trickle down, is it, it gets to the church. You see, to, to, we used to be relevant to the conservative people. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. You, you, conservative politically and conservatively spiritually, it's two different things. Exactly. Don't, 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 don't take that. So what I'm saying this, what I'm saying is, you know, we've been through the COVID. People are getting the COVID. The shots don't stop you from getting the COVID. Nope. They don't keep you from dying. I mean, it's we have been 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 uh, fed a bill of. Uh, I hope Facebook doesn't take me off because of that. But there've been a bunch of lies. And what I'm saying is, don't don't take the lies. Don't take the lies, and don't don't be. You know, they, it, it, and, and, you know, that what they call a person that believes in the truth, they call them a conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't need to be, you don't need to be thinking crazy things. You need to, you have, you need to have your mind stayed on the Lord. Amen. Amen. And so I want to tell you that before we get into this, because I really think there's, you, you really need to go down your checklist of things you read or things you listen to. And there's some things you need to chuck. And some people you need to turn off. Um, who, 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 who is, you know, people say, well, I have a guru or I have this mentor. Was it my mentor is Jesus? That's right. And it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You trust man, he'll, he'll fail you. We'll fail each other. And so we don't need to go into, we're in 2023, 2023 already and, and uh, we don't need to, we don't need, there's some things we need, we need changes. We don't need resolutions. We need drastic changes in our life. Amen? Amen? Amen. Are you awake this morning? I think so. 
Or are you awake? You okay? You just chilling out. She, she looks. She's she's laid back there. She's got the. Okay, don't fall asleep on me now. <laughs> Joshua chapter three. Look at verse one. Joshua chapter three and verse one. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan, he and all the children of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the hosts. And they commanded the people, when ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests and the Levites bearing it, then shall ye, shall uh, remove from your place, ye remove from your place, and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that ye may know by the way which ye may, must go, for ye have not passed this way there heretofore. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And I want us to think about this, this thing uh, uh, as far as we're thinking about the, uh, this, this year, the, the, the tomorrows of wonders. It, it, it's, a, it's a wonder to be a Christian. Brother Kaiser said to me yesterday, I don't know how people do it with God. How do you do it? You know, he said, I don't, I don't know how people do life without God. How do they do that? How do they do that? Uh, how, do, how do we go through life without God? How do we go w through life without knowing our destiny after life? How do we go through tragedies and difficulties? How do we go through days that when we just can't hard, we fall into bed after a day, we just don't have any strength, and we got to get up and do the same thing tomorrow, and we know that. How do we do that? How do we keep on keeping on? It's because of, of who we know. And, and Israel was about to cross into Canaan. There were about, about to enter the territory. Joshua said to the people, We've, we, we haven't passed this way before. And I want to say to you, there's going to be some places and t times and things that we have not passed through before coming in 2023. Some of you passed through some things that you had not passed through this year before, right? And, 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 and it, it's going to mark, it marks a new era in your life and history. And, and everything that comes into our life is for a purpose. It's not, it's not. It's not to be discounted. And we must look to God and, 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 and pray and, and meditate, get in his word, and, and continually ask him, what does our future hold? What does this new year possess? What, what, are, we, what are we thinking about for the new year? And uh, uh, We don't know what tomorrow holds, but the song says we know who holds tomorrow. Amen? And so we need to understand that. I... I I uh, want this year to be a great year in my life. I want it to, be, it to be a great year in my family's life. I want it to be a great year in our church's life. I really do. Uh, what are we, what, how, how many years are we old? Is this 54 or 55 or 56? 62. What? Okay, 62. Time flies, doesn't it? And you lose your mind. Amen. Amen. 
Pray for me. I did take my medication. <laughs> a patrolman pulled a car over that was weaving all over the highway. And he discovered that it was driven by a preacher. He immediately detected a certain smell. Preacher, what's that in the bottle in your seat, on your seat? Preacher replied, that's water, officer. The officer asked if he could see the bottle. And he smelled it and said, the preacher, said, Preacher, this is not water. It's wine. The preacher began shouting, Glory to God, he's done it again. <laughs> now, that's not the kind of wonders I'm talking about. Amen. Drinking preachers. George Barner said this, Today's preachers, today's pastors, sadly our research points out pastors are disappointed with much of what is transpiring under their leadership and greatly frustrated with their efforts. How can our tomorrows be one of wonders? I, I want to give you some I want to give you some simple thoughts this morning. And, and, and God gives us simple to-do lists in the Bible. He gives us simple, his, his will is, 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 is simple to follow the things we know to do, right? I, 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 I've, been, I've had many people ask me questions about things that I don't have the answer for, and they're the same people that are not doing what they're supposed to do, what, that, and they have the answer for them, what they're supposed to do, mm -hmm. right? And so, so, so uh, uh, there's some things my dad used to say. Uh, I said, Dad, dad I want to go play some basketball. Is your room clean? Yes, sir. Is the grass mowed? Yes. Is the car washed? Yes. Is the shoes shine? Yes. I mean, it, 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 it was a list. I mean, you know, we, 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 we were a sweatshop. Amen. But uh, but uh, we worked. He made us. We worked, and uh, and uh, so 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 uh, we we have things that we need to do. Let me let me give you. Look at verse five. It says, "And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves. Sanctify yourselves. You know, God gives us a spiritual bar of soap, but we got to use it. Mm -hmm. Amen." Amen. Uh, I forget which one of our boys went to camp and said, said, so what were the showers like? And, and, and he said to his mom, I don't know. I, used, I just put deodorant on every day. So uh, you know how camp is. Fun and it stinks. And so uh, the different smells at Christian camp. But anyhow, the, 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 the verse 5, it says, it says sanctifies. In verse 2 it says, they encamped on the Jordan for three days before actually crossing over. And there were several reasons. What was, what was Joshua asking? He was asking, first, a, and here's the first thought, a renewal of a dedicated life. Okay? Here's, here's, what, here's, what, here's what a lot of Christians say. You know, I've gotten to this age, or I've gotten here, I'm going to pump the brakes. I'm going to put it on cruise control. There's nothing that needs to change. There's not, there's, no, no that's, it's, not a time to, it's not a time to slough off. It's not a time to back off. Uh, 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 what, he, 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 said, he said, 
he said, you need to sanctify yourselves. We've got to sanctify ourselves afresh and anew, and it must be something that's done every day. Charles Wesley said, said this, and this ought to be our prayer. Listen, let me read what Charles Wesley wrote. O thou who camest from above, the pure celestial fire to impart, kindle a flame of sacred love on the mean altar of my heart. Let, there let it for thy glory burn with inextinguishable blaze and tremble to its source return in humble prayer and fervent praise. Jesus, confirm my heart's desire to work, to speak, and to think for thee. Still let me guard the holy fire and stir up thy gift in me. It's important that we understand that we need to sanctify ourselves. We need to sanctify ourselves on a regular basis, okay? He said sanctify yourself. We need a renewal of a dedicated life. Now, you can be dedicated to self, or you can be dedicated to the Lord. You can be dedicated to the world, or you can be dedicated to the Lord. One or two, one or two things. So sanctify. And then, then look at verse 3. What does verse 3 says? He, he says there in verse 3, he, it says there, and, and he commanded the people, saying... What was he given? For, second of all, we need, to, we need not only renewal, but we need the receiving of a directive word. Listen to that. Receiving of a directive word. He told them. He told them. He said, look. He said, he said here's what you're going to do, and here's what you're supposed to do. Listen, God has given his, his word, his, the Bible. Amen. It's exciting. It's new every day. There's unsearchable riches in his, the word, but, but there is direction. It says... Look at verse, verse 3 again. It's, verse 3, it says, When you see the ark of the covenant of God and the priests and Levites, bearing, then shall you move from your place and go after it. And he continues to give, he continues. He said, don't get any closer than this distance. What was he doing? What was he doing? He was giving, listen, he was giving directions. He was giving directions to his people. Have you been given directions by God? Have you been given directions by God? Amen. Amen. Morning, Patrick. How's it going? What's going on? Huh? Nothing in there for you. Okay, you gonna play us a special? All right. When he gets in his twenties, we'll be able to tell him about this stuff. He won't believe it. Think about this. Receiving directions. Now, wonders, listen, I think a lot of Christians, and I believe a lot of Christians, we expect to be blessed by God. 
but we're not doing what he says. Should we, should, should, it, 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 should, should, it's pr pretty presumptuous of us to think that God should bless us when we're not doing what he tells us to. Right? You know, if you're speeding down the road and a policeman pulls you over, he's not stopping to ask you what you had for breakfast and if you want to have some coffee. He's going to tell you what you've been wrong and it's going to hurt. Your wallet. Right? We, I, 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 I believe it's presumptuous for we, us to think. And by the way, by the way, God, and I believe this, God, even when we're away from him, he sends blessings which convicts our hearts. But we should not accept, we should not expect wonders. Those blessings that he sends us is to pull us back. You remember the prodigal son? You think it was by happenstance that he ran out of his money? You think it was by happenstance that God brought to his mind his dad? He says, at least I could be a servant. And he went back. Listen, listen folks, we, we cannot expect for God to bless. And, and, and this, as a family, as a father, as grandparents, we need to understand there's a standard we need to live by in our Christian life if we expect God to bless us and our family. Exactly. We, we do. He, said, he, says, he says, listen, he said, here's the directions. And let me just tell you something. Let me just tell you something. Why are, or let me ask you this question. Why are the simple directions that God gives us so difficult to follow? Why, why are they? We'd rather do what we want to do. Huh? Now, 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 Archie follows every bit when Darian said he follows his directions, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. But then, you, 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 now your your children probably don't look like this. But you tell that you tell them not to touch something, and they touch it, looking at you. Doesn't doesn't that doesn't that get your attention? They do that in your classroom every day. Just pluck your nerves. And and and, and listen, listen. Christianity. And being, being, being in the place that God can bless us as a church is us doing what we're supposed to be doing. And, and, and to a lot of people, it's not a fa I've had people, there are people that have visited this church and they tell me, you know, we're just looking for something different. Now, they want a bunch of people shaking and, and shimmying and they want lights and they want, and, and I'm, not, I'm not for a dead church, but folks, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna stay right on course as what we're doing, what we're supposed to do according to God's word. What, 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 we, we change as God leads us to change. For his, he changes us to make us what we need to be, right? We have not arrived as a church. We have not arrived as Christians. We've not arrived as, as families. We still have a lot of work to do, amen? 
And God's still working on us. We're still, we're still in the rough. God's still working on us. Amen? Now, so, so we need, we need a, 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 a renewal of a dedicated life, and we need to understand we need to receive a, 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 a directive word. Listen, the word of God is clear. I don't care about these people that say, hey, I can't understand the King James Bible. That's, that's a cop-out. Exactly. That's right. That's a cop-out. And, and, and I'll tell you something else. I'll tell you something else. It's an attack. Right. Satan is attacking the Bible we use. Amen. That's, that's right. right. He is. Exactly. He is. And, and, and they, people say, well, you know, what is every other version, preacher? What is these other versions? What, they're commentaries. They're commentaries. And some of them are bad commentaries. Amen. Big time. The NIV, the Never Improved Version, have, they, have, they have taken the NIV and, and, and they have taken that and, they, and they've made the pronouns neutral. Wow. With an unnatural lifestyle leaning. Now, where's that come from? It comes from Satan. I was on Twitter one day, and, and somebody got on there and said, God believes in abortion. So I said, well, what, what's the scripture passage you're looking for? It was, it was one in Deuteronomy where there was adultery and the baby died. So they said that was abortion. If you read the NIV the way they read it out, it read like abortion. Okay, that wasn't that wasn't abortion. That was God's judgment. And so, I mean, that was that was one of those twitters where I stuck my nose in, and I was on there for about ten days, and about a thousand people got in on it, and it was it was crazy. But but I I, I just you know, but but this this Bible this Bible when it tells you to pray, what are you supposed to do? When it tells us to go to church, what are we supposed to do? I mean, is it really difficult? It tells us to give. It tells us not to. Right? By the way, by the way, don't add to it. Exactly, brother. I meet Christians all the time. They're add stuff. Especially in the area of standards of dress and everything they start adding stuff to it and i'm thinking to myself i'm having a hard enough time getting to the standard that's in the bible and so you want to start telling me what color to wear and when what just go on with yourself Amen. speak to the hand what do we do what are we supposed to do and 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 sometimes me as a preacher, I'm going to admonish you, and I'm going to say, you need to start doing this. And you're going to get in the car and say, who does he think he is? Well, I'm just telling you because I love you. I want to see you enjoy life. I'm, listen, I don't tell people to do things for me. That doesn't work. It's not for my embellishment. But most preachers want to tickle your ears and and tell you what you want to hear so that you like them. You know, I want you to respect me. I, you know, it's, it's, I'm going to say things sometimes. I'm gonna, it's going to get really 
tight in here sometimes, some messages. When God lays on my heart to deal with some things, that's, that's, that's the way it is. But God gives us in his word, he gives us his direction. He gives us his direction. Uh, when he was 88, the late court justice, Supreme Court Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes, he found himself on a train. When the conductor came by, Justice Holmes couldn't find his ticket. It was terribly, it was terribly, uh, terribly upsetting. He searched all his pockets, and he fumbled, he fumbled through his wallet without success. The conductor was sympathetic and said to him, "Don't worry, Mr. Holmes. The Pennsylvania Railroad will be happy to trust you. After you reach your destination, you'll probably find your ticket, and you can just mail it to us." Mr. Holmes, still very much. Uh, still, still very much at ease at the conductor. Uh, 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 with the conductor, and said, he said, "This, my dear man, my problem is not where's my ticket. The promise, problem is, where am I going?" He didn't know where he was going, and so listen, folks. I want you to understand this. We think we've got an idea of how the day's going and how we're going in this world, we, we have no idea. And we need God to help us navigate. We need God to help us navigate. Every day, something's going to happen in this world where people are going to be out crying and upset, and there's going to, we need to do this, we need to do that. and Somebody has to be blamed. We need to understand, we're, we, we have some directions we need to receive. And then, then, then this... The requirement for a divine presence. Notice what it says in verse 3. It says, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests and the Levites bearing it, then shall you remove from your place and go after it. He's, he, 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 they commanded, and, and he says, The priests and the Levites bearing it, you should remove it. What did the ark represent? Look at verse 10. It says, And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, and the Gergesites, and the Amorites, and the Jebusites. All those ites. He says he's going to get rid of them. Now, God's presence is important. I can preach, we can sing, you can say amen. If God's presence is not here, it's a worthless day. Amen. When we come into the when we come in to worship together as a church, we need to sense the presence of God. It's not about and it's not about emotion, part of it. It's not about Responding with amen or praise the Lord, part of it. It's not about the things we do. It's about his presence in those things. You understand? 
Ladies, have you ever left out a main ingredient or main spice in a, something you were cooking? And everybody sat down, you prayed and thanked the Lord for the meal, and everybody got a bite, and they were chewing, and they, they were smiling. And then the, as the more they chewed, the more it looked like they were chewing on rubber. And, and, and you know, mothers always look to see the response when, when the cook. And, and, and somebody says, it's just something's different about this. It's just not. Exactly. I don't want to be in a not exactly church. The main ingredient is God's presence. The Holy Spirit. The lifting up of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Word of God. Are all part of it. But we, we, we don't want to meet together. We want to meet with God. Together. Now, you'll see... As you read in the Old Testament, you'll, you'll read in the Old Testament that, that the Jews literally said, they literally said, we don't want God. We don't want to talk to God. We want to talk to you, Moses. Remember reading about that? He said, I, we don't want to talk to God. We want to talk to you. You, you say, why? Because they knew. Fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. When God's dealing with it, it's for real. Amen? A wonder, wonder, he said, he said we're going to see wonders tomorrow. How? Well, a renewed, a renewed, a, a renewal of dedicated life. A direction from the word of God and divine presence. Now, talking about the year and talking about making the year special doesn't make it special. I, uh, I'm very impressed when they go to the I don't watch a lot of I don't watch NFL football a lot. I just look at the scores sometimes, but I watched uh I stopped watching when they started kneeling all that junk. Exactly. And so um I watch college football and I watch college basketball. And when they go to the when they go to the field level and, and you see the size of those young men playing that playing on those college teams, they are huge. I mean, they are massive. And not only are they massive, but they're fast. You, you ever notice that? You ever, and, 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 and we, we, we watch these teams, and, and, and we, we sit there and we say, why didn't he do this, and why didn't he do this? But, but, but let, me, let me just back up. We have no idea... But those guys to get fast, and the, for those guys to learn what they're learning, there is a, they, they, they do, you ever heard of strength and conditioning? Anybody ever heard of that, strength and conditioning? They work out. They lift weights. They, they work on certain muscle groups. They have people that teach them, okay, now you, the way you're running, if you'll do this, if you'll learn to do this when you're running, I mean just tweak something. 
It'll make you just a little bit faster. And we see that speed. Listen, it's not what we see of each other in public or church that matters. It's what we do in our personal lives, our spiritual strength and conditioning. And, 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 and when he said sanctify yourselves, he was saying, hey, I can't sanctify you. You've got to sanctify me. He said, you need, to, you need to understand, we're getting ready to face, and it wasn't going to be all a bowl of cherries. They were going to face all those ites. It didn't, he didn't say all those, all those people were going to be gone when they got there. It said God would take care of them. And for us to see God work, sometimes we have to be in the thick of the difficulty to watch him do a work. We wish we could say, okay, God, take care of this. I'm heading this way. Could you just remove it and get out? I don't want to have to deal with it. Right? You know, Staples make, makes a, you know, a button. That was easy. But it's not easy. But with God, all things are possible, the Bible says. Amen? Amen. Let's have a, let's have a year of wonders. Not a wondering, but wonders. Let's, let's, let's trust God. Would you say in your heart, I'm trusting you, God, to make this year a year of wonders. A year of wonders. Colin, you, I looked at you sometimes in church and you were, work, you were working with your mother and trying to get her settled and trying to get the right person. You think about, and you thought you'd never get through that. You know, and God worked that out in his way. The hurt, little hurt, hurt there, missing your mom. But if you look back, you could you could see God's hand, and that's what we should see. And God wants to reach down and just do some wonders. We have things you have. Some of you have things that you've been praying for for years for God to take care of, and maybe you just need to back off and say, Lord, is it me? Is there something here in my life, something you need to do? Paul, said, Paul prayed three times for God to remove the thorn in the flesh. And either God's going to remove it or he's going to say, my grace is sufficient. Amen? Father, thank you for the time. Bless what we've heard. Bless your word in Jesus' name. Amen.
everybody, and Happy New Year! Let's all stand. We're going to sing two more Christmas songs for this year. We're going to sing It Came Upon a Midnight Clear, the first and the last. It came upon a midnight clear, that glorious song of old, from angels bending near the earth to touch their hearts of gold. Peace on the earth, goodwill to men from hands of gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to town of Bethlehem, the first and the last. <laughs> oh, little town of Bethlehem, how soon we see the light above thy deep and sleeplessly the silent stars go by. Yet in the Get around and welcome each other and say Happy New Year with a smile. Oh, wow. 
2023 and we'll blink it'll be 2024 and so uh, make the most of every day make the most of every moment with the Lord and with your family and with friends and uh, get the most out of every day there's only 24 hours in a day but there are 24 hours in a day amen and uh, get the most out of it you can I want to Remind you, if you passed out tracks between the 10th, if you can get, come up with a number between the 10th and the 24th of December, you can get some kind of number. Stop by and see Bethany or Chris, um, and we need to get a number. Um, we're trying to get get the number in so we can find out. I think I think uh, the the uh, Bill America reached a million tracks, I think, for, for the days they did that. Um, in Michigan, in April in Michigan, I, one day in Michigan, I think one Saturday, all the churches in Michigan are going to send people to the Walmarts to pass out tracks on Saturday. That would be a good thing, huh? Amen? And uh, so uh, change your track wallet. I've got to change mine. 
I got to put the Christmas ones out away and get the other ones out and pass them out. Amen. Amen. Or if you didn't pass them out and need to start, say oh me and get busy. Amen. <laughs> and so don't forget uh, uh, this next week, next uh, Sunday evening, we'll be on our uh, evangelistic outreach. Uh, everybody in here should be here and be part. If you don't come for anything else, Miss Creed is making taco soup. Amen. Amen. By the way, by the way, if there's if there's, and I want to be sensitive to what you eat. If you Bethany can collect this too, she's she's the information queen. Uh, but <laughs> if there's certain things you don't like or certain things you like. Uh, the folks making food, we could have something there that everybody can eat. So if somebody has a special diet or something, um, but, but you know, some people can take spicy food. Some people are, I mean, some people can't. <laughs> and uh, some people have a problem with it. So, so uh, you know, it's, uh, it's so, so we want everybody to be able to eat. So and instead of sit there and drink something and, and uh, not be able to fellowship. So, uh, next next week, four thirty, okay, or three thirty. Three thirty. Now look, if if it's really cold, if it's too cold for you got go outside, you can write you can write postcards, send postcards out. You can sit here and write postcards, or you can pray, okay. Otherwise, bundle up and uh, and get your uh, get ready for for everything. You know, get get ready to go out and. Share the gospel, sow the gospel seed. Amen? Amen. Well, let's have, let's have some ushers come and let's give as the Lord directs. Brother Tim, pray for the offering, would you? stand, please turn to Philippians chapter 3, and we'll begin reading in verse number 1, and we'll end in 14. It says, finally, brethren, rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you. To me, indeed, is not grievous, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. 
We are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he, he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and the Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law, a Pharisee. Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ? Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I might that I may win Christ, that I might that I may win Christ, and be found in him not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made comfortable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Please ready our hearts today for the preaching through Pastor Creed, Lord. Bless us today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated.
Beautiful, thank you. Boy, that song ministers, doesn't it? Philippians chapter 3, and, and we're in the chapter, Darian just read it for me, thank you Darian, and, and uh, Lot here. The question comes in this message, what are you doing? What are you doing? Entitle it, What in the World Are You Doing? What are you doing? The question you need to ask yourself is, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm here for a purpose on this earth. God has a purpose for me. God has a will. God sent his son to die on the cross for me. He died for me. If you're saved, he saved you. Amen? By the way, he's keeping you too. Amen. He's not trading in for another model. He's keeping you. You mess up, he forgives you. He's perfecting you. He's preparing a place for you. He's making intercession for you. He's supplying your needs according to his riches and glory. He's indwelling you. And so, so many other things. It is wonderful to be a child of God. And Paul says here in, these, in this chapter, I want to focus on something, but I want to go down through these verses and just, you might take your pencil, you might, might make some notes, but in verses 2 and 3 he says, uh, beware of dogs. He's talking about uh, men that preach another gospel, don't preach the gospel, they preach the gospel according to works. By the way, there are people down the street stand behind pulpit and they're a dog. I call them a dog to their face. I'd say bowsy wowsy. They actually need a yummy. Did I do you all remember the yummy joke? The blind guy was at this corner and a guy was standing there. You remember this you remember Tim. Tim writes these things down. And Brother Frankie was standing getting ready to cross the road, and the dog lifted up his leg and went to the bathroom on the blind guy's pants. The blind guy reaches in his pocket and, and gets a yummy and holds it out. And before he could hand it to the dog, the guy said, the guy said, What are you doing? Kind of startled him. He said, what do you mean, what am I doing? He said, well, he said, the dog just went on your pant leg and you're rewarding him with a yummy. He said, no, I'm trying to find which end is the mouth so I can kick him. He said, you want a yummy? I think some of these preachers around here need a yummy. Amen? That's another message. He says, beware of dogs. And it, it says the concision, they were... They, they were they were, literally it means cutting people, cutting apart, tearing things apart. And really these people, 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 they go, they go and they go to churches and they have their, their rock bands and their praise bands and Amen. all these crazy things that right. go on. And the preacher gets up and he doesn't preach anywhere near what the scripture right. says. Exactly. And it's not doing anything but tearing them up. Right. They get, they, they get happy. They see everybody. They get to wear their new dress or their new tie or their new... Uh, New this or new that. 
500 rings on their fingers and all this stuff, and they go in with their new perfume and all that stuff, does Zippo for them. Amen. Amen? Amen. And some people tell you, they'll say, man, I don't go to those churches where those preachers preach the Bible. That's too hard. Well, that's what we need. Amen. Amen? You don't go to the doctor and say, hey, just, you know, I'm, I'm sick, but I, I don't want you to give me a shot or anything or, or medicine that will be too hard. You know, maybe make me a little better. You want to be all better. Amen? Amen? Amen. God makes you all better. Amen. And this is an all better book. Amen. He says, beware of the concision. And then, 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 then uh, they, they tell you you have to work for your salvation. In verses 4 through 9, Paul is saying, hey, hey, you want to talk about works, let's talk about works. He said, I did this, this, and this, and this, and this. He said, he said if, if, if works get you to heaven, I've got the list. He said, but I counted them lost. Look at verse 8. Look at verse 8 there. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things. He didn't leave anything out. He said, but loss for the what? Excellency of the knowledge of Christ, just to know God, puts all those things. And he called them dung. I mean, all these things. He was, he, was, he was preparing to be a Jewish rabbi. Paul would have probably been a predominant rabbi. But God saved him. God saved him on the road to Damascus. And then he says in verse 10 and 11, he said, I got arrested. You remember the testimony on the road to Damascus? He said, he, or, or, no, he didn't say I got arrested. He says, he says, I want to, he, he talks about the resurrection power. He says, look, at well, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Now, I want you to get that this morning, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. I want you to think about it. They nailed him to a cross. They pierced his side. He said, it is finished. They carried him to a grave, put a stone in front of it, and God rolled the stone away, and he rose three days. And Paul said, I want that power. Amen. Now, what he's saying is there is he's saying, we have that same power at our disposal. Wow. The resurrection power. Don't you walk around like you're a second-class citizen or like you're a nobody. You're somebody. You have the resurrection power. You're saved by grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. If Jesus did not raise the third day, we're, 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 we're doomed. Amen. Amen. That I may know the power of his resurrection. And then, 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 <laughs> then, he, then, he, then he says in verse, uh, he says verse, he says, he says in verse 12, he says, I'm, I've been arrested. I was arrested on the road to Damascus. He said, I was apprehended. He said, I was arrested by the gospel. Amen? Isn't it good to be apprehended by the gospel of Jesus Christ? Wow. Amen. Huh? Right. Locked up. Amen. Once saved, always saved. That's right. Sealed. Amen. The day of redemption. I'm going to first resurrection. Amen? Amen? And God has saved us, and we are apprehended. Paul said, he, 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 I was arrested. God, God took him, and it says there in, in verse 13, it, it talks about verse 13, it says, Brethren, I count myself 
to have apprehended. He says, I, I haven't arrived. I haven't arrived. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not where I need to be. I'm not where I need to be. And he says, forgetting those things, he says, he says this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, forgetting those things that, that are behind, he, he said, and reaching to those things which are before, I press toward the mark. Now, I'm not where I need to be and neither are you Amen. in my Christian life. Ephesians 5.17 says this, Wherefore, be, not, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of God is. You know, your GPS will tell you how to get there. But you're not going to get there unless you start heading that way. We have a GPS. Every one of us knows in 2022 there were some things that God wanted us to do. We didn't. All I, I, usins. I'm talking about me too. Nobody's perfect here. If you are, you can come up here and stand in my place. I'll go sit down. We're not. But I want you to think this morning about what we're doing what, what, what am I doing? Do you feel like you're all over the place? Do you feel like there's no purpose, no plan? That's, that's, that's not God's fault. That's our fault. What are you doing? Let me give you, let me give you a couple thoughts from, from verse 13. Verse 13 this morning, quickly. I want you to think about this, first of all. It says, forgetting those things which are behind. I want you to think about this thought, a canceled focus. A canceled focus. We focus on some of the silliest, worthless things that are vanity, Things that things that hurt us. Things listen, he says, he says, he says, he says, forgetting those things which are behind. What does it mean? Forgetting it, it means it means it means a choice to focus on the things that God wants us to focus on. Now, I said this when we start in Sunday school. The world throws out the news outlets, and there's a lot of outlets and a lot of noise that you're listening to, news and talk shows and radios and everything. They're throwing things out there to get you to think like them. My Bible says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, I either got to start thinking like them or thinking like Christ Jesus. That's why, that's why many of you walk in fear today. You, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. I was, mess, I was in the Joseph A. Bank the other day with Benjamin. And walked in there and all of them had masks on. And I, and I didn't say anything. And they said, hello, gentlemen. I said, who are you calling gentlemen? I said, that's not my pronoun. 
So what's your pronoun? I said, Bubba. <laughs> Big man. Masculine. Amen. Born a man, still a man. Amen. I was messing with them. I scared half of them away, and then one of them stayed around. That's the one that waited on me. Amen. He lives in Bowie, by the way. I think God had a plan. Amen. Gave him a track. And so, 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 so we, 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 we focus. What are we focusing on? We people are afraid. If you haven't caught on to the world and, and listen, you need to pray. If you don't have one, you need to pray for a good doctor. That medical field has changed in a bad way. You know it. I'm the only one that has the intestinal fortitude to say it sometimes, but let me tell you something, folks. I'll go to see my endocrinologist this week, Dr. Liu from China, and I'll go through this stuff about China with him, and he'll shake his head. <laughs> but I look him in eyeball, eyeball to eyeball. Are you telling me the truth? Huh? Man. I mean, we live in fear. We don't know. We don't know what's 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 going. You know, and, and, and listen, listen. What are you focusing on? What are you focusing on? Listen, listen, listen. I and 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 forgetting those things. What is it talking about? Is it talking about forgetting the day you were saved? No. Is it talking about? Is it talking about forgetting the good things in life? No. What this is talking about is in our spiritual growth. If we are going to grow, we can't sit there daydreaming about the things of yesterday and the successes of yesterday or the losses of yesterday or the bitterness or what somebody's done to us or, or, or that, we, that somebody disrespected us or somebody we're mad at. we got to put, forget those things and focus on Jesus and what he wants for me. I can't, I can't dwell on things. I'm going to tell you something. I've been mistreated. And so have you. We have been disrespected. We have been stolen from. But God, God has better things for us. Paul said, listen, I don't think about sitting under Gamaliel and studying. I don't think about all those times that I spent on those books learning the law. The law can't do anything for me. Jesus can. And he focused on that. But how do you know if everywhere he went, he talked about Jesus and the gospel. He died and he, rose, he was buried and he rose again. He died and he was buried and he rose again. He died and he was buried and rose again. Muhammad, all those guys didn't do that. Accomplishments, I, I, yeah, it, it, you know, it's great to have. It's great to accomplish something, right? It's great to have accomplishments. Amen. Amen. But I'm gonna tell you something. A piece of paper or a degree doesn't do you anything. It, 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 growing up as a kid, I used to play sports. That's, I lived, slept, and ate sports. 
my senior year of high school, I played all three sports. I threw a no-hitter in baseball. I was, I, was, I was most valuable player in soccer. I was most valuable player in baseball, and I was athlete of the year. You know where those trophies are? The kids tore them up. You know what that matters if I were to go back to that school and say something to somebody? They don't know who I am. They don't remember that. And that doesn't do anything for me today. Right? Your past accomplishments, well, I've done this, I've done that. And, and I, I, know, I know what it is to make up a resume. You all know how to make up a resume, and you make up a resume, and you get down through this, the resume, and you say, you know, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty good. But that doesn't get you anywhere with God. By the grace of God, I am what I am, Paul said. What are you focusing on? He says, forgetting those things, the failures, the disappointments, whether good or bad, listen to this, whether good or bad things in my past, immediate or distant past, I cannot focus on them, but I must build on them by God's grace and by his leading. I must build on those things. God allowed you to accomplish and God allowed things in your life to build on. Joseph built on some tough things to be what God wanted him to be for his family and his country. He went through some horrible things. Daniel went through some horrible things, stayed, stayed, never went back home after he was taken from home by Nebuchadnezzar, and God used him to give us a, a tremendous book for practical in the first part and prophetical in the last, and God used him in Nebuchadnezzar's life. Nebuchadnezzar came to God. I mean, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. But God wants to use us. And God, listen, listen, it, it's not, it, not, not going to do you any good to focus on yesterday. It's today. 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 Focus. A, a canceled focus. A canceled focus. Where is your focus? If it is not God's perfect will for your life today, then your life is going to be a blur. You're going to be running to and fro and trying to get things done. Let me give you this, this thought quickly, and I'm done. A concerted effort. Look what it says. Notice there, notice there. forgetting those things which are behind. What, is, what does it say then? Reaching forth. That means to stretch oneself. To stretch. I don't like to stretch. <laughs> it means to stretch one's self forward. And it has the thought here of stretching toward a goal. Personal goals. What's the personal goals we should have? Bible reading. Prayer, giving, personal goals in our relationships, finances, health, family. How about some church goals? God's, God's word speaks primarily to the local church, which is made up of individuals. And God wants to stretch us. God wants to stretch us. 
God wants to stretch us. God wants us to reach. And I, I told folks on Wednesday night, we have a group of people here that are tremendously sensitive to other people. We have good hearts here. But we got to stretch this year. We need to stretch. What are you doing? What are you doing? Where's your focus? Where's your focus? It needs to be where God wants it. Where is your effort? Where's your effort? Where are, put, you, where are you putting your effort? Where are you reaching? Where are you stretching yourself? You know, I mean, I mean, when you start stretching it, it burns a little bit, the muscles, physically. Anybody ever do that? You always stretch? Sometimes you stretch when you're not supposed to stretch. That means you pull a muscle. It's not what God's talking about. But God wants to stretch us. Some of us need to stretch in our faithfulness as church, in our Bible reading, in our sharing the gospel. Some of you need to stretch and be a preacher. Preacher, I, 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 just, I just, don't tell me. Don't tell me as the preacher. Tell God. Quit, quit, quit trying, to, trying to make excuses to me and other Christians, and let's, let's, let's all do that. Let's, let's just say, let's just look at God and say, okay, God, I can't. You know what? You won't because you know you're wrong. I know I'm wrong. Now, I'm telling you the truth because I love you. I'm telling you the truth because some of you need to stretch. Some we need we need some effort. Effort. Just a little effort. You ladies get a stain in the clothing, especially your article of clothing that you like. And so you go to the spigot, you get a wet little rag and you dab it. Stain doesn't come out. Later that same week, you're Googling, you're still trying to figure out how to get that stain out, and you're going to, one way or the other, you're going to get that stain out of that piece of clothing. You are focused on getting that stain out. And some of us take, we, we have a tenacity, all of us have a tenacity that we use to get things done. Don't we? We, we, we do that. We, we have a, a sense of accomplishment. How about in God's? will accomplishing some things there with him and according to his will stretching out that's 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 the that's the that's the thought here i i'm forgetting those things which are behind i'm i'm getting my focus right and if i have my focus right then i can reach to that goal that god has for me some of us made goals last year. They weren't goals from God. They were goals for us. What does God want in your life? I can't tell you that. You have to get with God. A canceled focus and a concerted effort. Now, I'm going to give you the third point tonight. And you need to make a concerted effort to be here. We're going to pray and we're going to have an invitation and then I'm going to share with you 
a theme for the church for this year. Let's bow our head, close our eyes. No one looking around. You say, preacher, if I die today, I know for sure I go to heaven. Christ is my Savior. Heaven is my home. Would you slip your hand up? I'm born again. Let's see the testimony. If you're saved, raise your hand. Amen? Amen. Now, you may put your hands down. You say, preacher, I don't know Christ. Would you pray for me? Anybody here like that? So I'm speaking to Christians. I know this message spoke to everybody because it spoke to me. And I was preaching it. And I had to, I had to, I had to put this, I, I had to study the word and get the thoughts here. But where's your focus this morning? Is your focus on the things of God? Or on they the, or are they, are they, is your focus on the wrong things? Are you willing to stretch out for God? Are you willing to say, God, if, you, if you're going to stretch me, go ahead. I'm ready. Father, bless the invitation and work in our hearts in Jesus' name. Let's stand with heads bowed and eyes closed. 2023 in your life is going to be what you make it. Whether you're at the altar or at your seat, would you do, do, do business with God? God has a plan for everybody here. doesn't matter what your age is, where you're from, your family, your educational level, your finances. God has a plan, a perfect will for you, per especially for you. And one that in the end and going through it, you'll enjoy and be satisfied with. God wants to work in and through you. He wants to do great and mighty things through you. And he wants to do that in our church. He does. He does. But it takes us as a church together stretching. It's not just the preacher, not just the people that are used to doing all the things that we do. But it's everyone. seated. Thank you very much. The theme this year is, is for, for, for us is, is reaching forth. Reaching forth from our scripture today and reaching forth for our church. Uh, the, we're going to have some we're going to have some emphasis on the different months. Did you, were you able to get that list? Bethany? You got that list? We've got we've got the list here and, and I'm gonna reach it. We're gonna we're gonna start with this month reaching forth with the gospel. We're talking about soul winning. We're gonna we're going to uh we're going to emphasize soul winning. We need more people to get involved. The eighth next Sunday evening at three thirty, we need more of you to come out and help. Amen. Now you say reaching with the gospel, what do you mean? The death, burial, and resurrection? And our responsibility is to teach, baptize, teach. And so soul winning, uh, 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 one thing we're going to start uh, this, year, and, and this year 
is, is a special forces team, and that means people between the time that we go out on Sunday night, uh, that, that Sunday night, between those two times, we're going to have some people that go out and follow up and help us with some things, and we're going to put some special forces together, amen? And so we're also going to start something called D-groups, and I'm going to explain that to you, but it's something I've been studying for, for uh, some time. It's a, it's a method that somebody else used somewhere else in the country, and, and I've looked at how we can adapt it and how it can work for us, and uh, it, it, we're going to be putting that in. It has to do with discipleship. Uh, February, we'll be reaching souls that are hurting. A lot of people out there hurting in many ways. Uh, we'll have our wellness conference, uh, and, that is, that, and then I have uh, uh, Brother Ben Burke coming uh, on the last Sunday of the month, and he'll be sharing with us an addictions program uh, uh, called The Bridge and uh, something that was adapted from Reformers Unanimous, something that was rewritten by some pastors, young pastors, might I add, and some things they got. And so we'll be talking, Brother Burke will be coming, sharing that with us. That'll be a Sunday you want to be here. I think it's the 26th, the last Sunday of February. Um, Patrick does ride-alongs down in Asheville, my son. And I told you about the one call they got that went to the 19-year-old that just got out of prison, and they found him in a chair, and he'd overdosed, and he was dead, 19 years old. The other day he went on a ride-along, and they got a call to go to Burger King, and there was a 30-something guy in the bathroom dead of an overdose. And the people in Burger King were making jokes about it. Oh, wow. we, we live in a... We live in a horrible, drug-ridden country. You folks know more people out there than I do. I didn't come up, I came up in a Christian home. I didn't come up where there were drugs and alcohol and stuff. I didn't, I was kept from that stuff and threatened by my dad to stay away, and so I did. So I feared my earthly father and my heavenly father. But you all know of people that are heavy drinkers and heavy druggers. And, uh, we need to reach out to them. We need to be able to understand that. So hurting people. And there's a lot more, lot more groups of hurting people. There's some people that are dying. Dying. And I'm trying to get somebody that's Christian that, that has a little bit of training in hospice to come in and talk to us a little bit and share that with us. And they have a lot of good things that we could adapt. And there are people that are going through divorce. People are going through difficult times. Uh, difficulties. Okay? People that are hurting. And so, so uh, it, it's a, and then March will be reaching the wayward with grace and mercy. You know, we came up, we, I met with some folks, we worked this list together with, uh, with a group of people I talked with in the church. And you know, there's a lot of people, and we saw this when Ian's funeral took place, there's a lot of people out there that are not in church that need to be in church. And we, we need to reach out to them. So we're going to have to work on that, and it's going to be, take some time, but we need some folks to help us. Some of you talk to them all the time. And uh, so, so we, we would love to have them back in the fold. And so this would be through letters of encouragements and contract, through phone, text, email, and visits. April, uh, reaching the younger generation with God's direction. We're going to look at our teens and tweens. Tweens, those are the people that are teens, and they don't know where to be. And... Uh, we're going to have a youth revival with uh, Brother Clouser and Brother Monaghan. Brother Clouser and Brother Monaghan are, are not 
super polished evangelists. God just called them to work with kids. And they have a very big, a great gift with kids. And they're going to come here for a week and spend time just visiting. And Brother Clouser, Brother Monaghan used to, he said, I grew up where I grew up. I used to whack old ladies, knock them out, and take their groceries. God saved me. God saved me. He said, I used to be in gangs. And God, you know, God saved him out of that. He was getting ready to go into the MMA world. He had an offer for millions of dollars. And God called him to evangelism, saved him. He's going to be with us. When you meet him, you understand that he was, you'll look at him like you, you'll say, yeah, I can imagine him being an MMA. And so we're going to try to work on Saturday. On Saturday, we're going to try to have an ex, ex, exhibition. And uh, so we'll get him out there to work over uh, Darian. But uh, Darian's got a lot of friends that are, that are in, in martial arts and different things. We'll get people to come. And so we're, we're trying to reach, and what we're trying to do with our teens is reach them. And we have a great group of teens on Wednesday night. We're trying to get them on Sunday. We really looked at it this, 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 and, and a bunch of them come on Wednesday, and now they've found other activities to go to, and they're not here hardly. And, and you hear, we have to disciple them, and part of discipleship is having them here on church time, amen? So we're going to work on that. Um, reaching the bereaved with comfort from God in May, and we're going to have a Remembrance Sunday. We'll have pictures of folks that have gone on before that we know. Families will have pictures, and we'll, we'll talk about We'll, we'll, we'll preach about uh, things as far as heaven, and we'll preach about uh, dealing with gr- bereavement and comfort. Amen? One lie that people say is you, that people say you, 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 you just got to get over it. You don't get over it. You never get over it. I still, every time I go hunting up on the eastern shore, I think about my pop-up and my mama. And I just, I just sit there. It's just, it's just a, about 15-minute time I'm not not really here. I'm just, I'm away thinking about them. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. But, uh, and uh, so, so remember, uh, June will be uh, reaching the family. We're going to have some family day, we're going to have family day and baby day, and uh, the family's the first institution of God. We'll, we'll focus on that. Then, then July, reaching the children and uh, VBS, um, and we'll have BBS the second week of uh, July. August, reaching edu- educators with the Word of God. It's almost back to school. That's about time we have our back-to-school revival. And what we're going to do is we're going to try to reach uh, as many teachers as we can. You know, teachers in the public schools and out here, if they're saved, they can be missionaries. Uh, don't, let, don't let people tell you they can't say anything. People just want you to want to scare you. And Pete, you can be a Christian in the public school. Um, Reaching the world through missions. Our missions month will be in September. October, reaching the lonely with hope. You know, there's a lot of lonely people out there. Okay? So we'll work on that. Uh, November, reaching our heroes with thanks. We're going we're gonna to look at first responders. We're going to have Veterans Day and first responders, we'll, we'll, law enforcement. We'll have, we're going to honor a lot of different people, and we want you to be, be, be thinking about that. And then December, reaching our community with giving. This next December, let's not make it about us. Let's make it about them. 
And let's, we're going to look at, look at some ways. And so, so now, here's, here's what's happening. We're not just focusing on this month soul winning and then we're going to forget about it. We're going to start focus on soul winning, then we're going to focus on uh, uh, people that are hurting, and we're going to add that to it, and then we're going to add, we're going to add, we're going to add. And all this, this is, is reaching forth as a church to people. That's part of it. And so we're going to need everybody to get involved. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to needle you to get involved. And it just takes some effort to help. How many of you heard that list and you know people that would be involved in that list? All of us know that, don't we? Amen? So, so I want you to be, be part of that, okay? All right. Tim, come on. Let's, let's, let's get a, have, have a prayer time. We thought that's that's the first day of the new year we say until about three o'clock. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Happy New Year's, everybody. Uh, I'm going to go through the uh, a couple of the bereaved families. We be lift, we should be lifting them up uh, every day. You know, uh, it's a new year. 2022 was pretty tough, and I think everybody in here knows somebody or or has somebody that was close to them that, that's on this list. And, uh, you know, with pastor's, pastor's message this morning, you know, pressing forward, you know, I, I think uh, I think it's important to remember, but we can't, we can't stay there and dwell on it, let it bring us down. Uh, like you said, we never get over it, but we can build on what's there. Um, Continue to pray for um, the Alexander family, um, uh, Sister Anita's friend in Utah, uh, James. When I first read that, I thought, Utah James, I thought that was his name, but I, I, I see now that wasn't it. But be praying for uh, the family of, uh, of James and his passing. Continue to pray for um, the Prasad family uh, and the passing of Brother Ian. And pray for pray for uh, Shanice and her family, uh, you know, for God's strength and comfort on them in the, in the in the coming days, and for wisdom with her as she raises those boys, that boy and, and, and girl. Just and pray for um, pray for Anthony and uh, uh, Aubrey to be back in church. Just be lifting them up in prayer as well. Um, continue to pray for our individual requests. Pray for unspoken. Request folks in the church, uh, Sister Anita, Sister Bella, Sister Bethany, uh, uh, Sister Kaylee, uh, Sister Sharita, Brother Cornelius, Brother Miss Mordley, uh, Sister Denise, Brother Miss Keys, Brother Frank, Brother Miss Deerston, Sister Mona, Sister Ori, and Sister Sarika. Unspoken requests be lifting them up in prayer every day. Pray for Amy White's brother, Rick, who has stage four lung cancer, and he's uh, they're trying to pinpoint uh, radiation for the tumor on the spine to help the pain. So be lifting him up in prayer. Uh, continue to pray for Kathy DeGenero's uh, neighbor, uh, George Majayatin, who's in hospice, and they found a, uh, found a tumor on his brain. So be praying that God would heal him. Um, pray for Sister Sharita's daughter, Marion, who has diverticulitis and COVID. 
So be lifting her up in prayer. That God would heal her. Pray for her brother Chris's mom, Leslie, who has lupus and still waiting for a date for the planned surgery. Any any update there? slow. Well, we'd be praying God would expedite the thing. Uh, so be lifting her up in prayer. And pray for her brother, Brother Glade's father. Um, brother Glade was saying he's picked up like 20 pounds of fluid. So they got him on diuretics now. And, and uh, just pray that he will uh, he will over overcome that, I guess, as his circulation picks up and things, and he's able to pump up that excess fluid. So be lifting him up, up in prayer. And pray for uh, Sister Hazel, uh, who's pray for her health and and uh, and pray for her. She struggles with the loss of her sister. How how's she doing? What's what's going on? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And we're praying for you too. That as you're taking care of her and you're trying to ride up and down the road and do do uh, do your job and everything, so we're lifting you up in prayer as well. Pray for uh, uh, the Kearneys. Pray for travel mercies for them. When are they heading back, Pastor? They're heading back the latter part of this month. They should be. They, they're in, they were in Tampa for the, with the kids the other day. They're heading this way. They got a. I, they got meetings. Um, they have meetings in Delaware and so forth, but I think they're going to be stopping by here yeah. towards the latter end. Yeah, we're praying for traveling mercies that they're going up and down the road. Pray for Brother Miss Keys' uh, health. Yeah. Um, both of them have been sick, and we miss seeing them in church. Be lifting them up in prayer. And uh, he always flips my wife on the back head to get her attention. <laughs> so be praying, praying for them. Pray for uh, Sister Liz's uh, friend, Lorraine Rice that is going to have uh, have to take leave absence because she is, uh, her meds are making her sick. Pray that uh, God would heal her and lift her up and pray for Sister Liz that she would be able to uh, be a comfort to her. Pray for uh, Sister Marilyn's great-nephew, uh, Leon Michael. Any Any update there, Sister Marilyn, on him? Praise the Lord. Amen. Right. You're welcome. We'll be praying for him. Uh, pray for Brother Mark's health. It's good to see Brother Mark here this morning. And uh, can't keep a good man down. Amen. So we're glad glad to see him and just be praying, praying God would strengthen you. 
Uh, pray for um, Sister Marissa's sister Madison, who has a new baby, and she had some health issues, I think, as well. She's doing good. Amen. Amen. And we'll be praying for your sister Mackenzie's salvation as well. Pray for pastor's health and wisdom in preparation for sermons and podcasts and plans for a growing ministry. And pray for his dad and mom who are moving slow. How's your dad's back? Good. Mom had an MRI. She went for test results the next Sunday. Amen. Praying for them and pray for his sister Kim who had a port put in for a chemo. Be lifting her up. Pray for Pastor Glenn Davis in South Carolina who's having a heart procedure on January the 10th. And continue to pray for our general requests, our mission commitments, that we're faithful in uh, doing what uh, God wants us to do and being faithful. And just uh, pray for our nation, our nation's leaders, that we have uh, some folks in there that, that are God-fearing and will make a, a righteous stand for God. And pray for our uh, church, church family, pray for each other, pray for our bus ministry. Um, it's going to be a little bit before we get our bus back. Uh, Stan's st- sick again. I saw in the text that he's he's ill again. So he's be lifting up Stan. Stan's really had a hard time of it. He, he had COVID, and he lost. He just recently lost his mom. And it's just he got, got over the COVID, and now he's got the flu. And, I mean, he's just – this is one thing after another. So be be praying for him and uh, lifting him up. Um, pray for our Master Club kids teens and teachers that are teaching them, our Sunday school. Um, pray for our uh, folks that are recently saved and folks as they witness to the one. Pray for a discipleship program. Pray for the new uh, outreach on Sunday, next outreach on Sunday, next Sunday at 3.30 p.m. And I pray that many will show up. Everybody will come out and have a part in this. Amen. Are there any additional um any additional requests or any updates? Yes, ma'am. Um, for Ace, it's the anniversary of my separated brother uh, passing. Uh-huh. And it's been a, you know, he's passed away. It's just oh, wow. been a difficult year yes. for their mom and family as well. So just praying for them. You're lifting them up in prayer? Yeah. Matt? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the passing of Matthew. What, what's the family's name? Warfield. Warfield, okay. So you're lifting him up in prayer. Yes. Pray, pray for Dawn, uh, who's had kind of a, uh, a rea- reaction to some medicine she took. She's been at a, had a, uh, it's kind of been dra- dragging on. And uh, she's had a hard time just kind of shaking this week, praying that God will heal her. And pray for Miss Creed, who's sick as well, uh, that God will heal her. Um, anybody else have anything? Miss Anita, now the spoken request. God, all things are possible. Amen. Yeah. I did. I meant to do this a minute ago. 
Does anybody have any unspoken requests? How many people? Anybody else have anything? Amen. Brother Morley, would you like to stand and pray for us, please? Stand to be dismissed. Chris, did you get those things out for me? Those cards? Okay. Okay. You didn't get an envelope from us, from Pam and I. We got a little picture card that you can put on the refrigerator to scare the bugs away. <laughs> so he mentioned the bus ministry. I'm, I've already made up my mind. We're, we're going to go after some more big buses or some buses to get. Uh, Sunday morning, uh, kids coming in, and so we're going to work on that. Um, and some of you are going, some of you are going to be teaching Sunday school classes. You don't know it, but you will be. the The word "no" is out of your vocabulary. So we're going to be doing some different things. I need people to get involved. Amen. Amen. And or say "oh me" or whatever, whatever you want to say. If you if you passed out tracks from the tenth to the twenty fourth. Stop by and let Miss Bethany know how many, okay? And uh, let's pick up some tracks and uh, pass them out, amen? Sow the gospel seed. I, before, you, before, before we leave, as soon as we say amen, I need every man, born a man, up front here, I want to talk to you for just two minutes. That's it. I won't keep you long, all right? Let's close in prayer. Amen. Danny, close for us. Amen. Amen. See you tonight, Lord willing.